Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm Ed Smith, and in today's episode, I was hanging with Lou, Trevor, and Sean, and we just talked about what's going on a little bit and had fun talking about some conspiracy theories. Just had a good time, so tune in. We got the refugees, all stars, rubber dubbing in the club. Why Clef Jean? Jean Forte. Roswell. Yeah. Governor of Minnesota. Yeah, he's a former uh, professional wrestler and Navy SEAL. Really? Yeah. And and, and Jesse like, Ventura. Dude, he needs yeah, to run for guy. president. Bro, he's a he he's doesn't a believe ass, in dude. in Republicans or Democrats. He thinks that that's he's a problem a in America. Ass, but he also does like thinks 9/11 was uh, a government job. Really? I think Rick Flair. And he explains it. And like you're gonna say like I've been doing a lot of research in the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. <laughs> it's fucked. Yeah, it's really crazy, though. Dude, fuck. Our special force teams are no fucking joke. Like, our initial assault on Afghanistan and Iraq were intense. It was just holding it that was, like, really the issue. But, like, when we came in, I mean, literally, if you look at, like, this is going to sound, like, really disrespectful, but, like, the kill-death ratio Mm. of, like, us and Taliban, we lost, like, eight soldiers in the Iraq invasion. Yeah. Or no, in the Afghanistan invasion, and literally probably about like close to more than eight thousand, like um, fucking Taliban. Nah, not Taliban. Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda, like guys. Really? Were killed. Yeah. And dude, we took it over Man, so quickly. Two countries. What? Now we're just comparing the two KDs of countries. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but it is a crazy thing no, to I think about. Because yeah. we also, just had air support, and it's crazy. Because uh, actually, Netflix released this thing, and it's literally the like special force ranger team that went in and they talk about like what it was like going in and they said they were held up in some like kind of bunker with the northern uh coalition alliance which was like the basically people against al-qaeda in afghanistan at the time that we were working with and we were held up in one of their bunkers and apparently they were saying like they just saw this crazy but we never found a sh- like any evidence at all. Like yeah, war, dude, sick. war's profitable. And do you know how much money was made off of the war? Yeah, war's that's profitable. How we, that's bro. how we got out of the dude. Great Depression. Dude, America fucking loves the war. war, dude. We've been in okay. war. It just promotes the economy. It just boosts it. That's why I'm so scared that like something's gonna happen now that's gonna cause us to go to war. I wish I our new beef with China. Yeah. Dude, some, new, like, like something uh, could come up oh, where the shit. government is gonna do something. I want to clear something up with the whole TikTok thing and Trump. Cause I saw, I heard Nicole G- uh, Galliak talking about that, uh-huh. and like how like, kind of like, like ah, oh, Trump's taking away TikTok, like that sucks. No, he's not. He just doesn't like it. No, and well, t- no, but TikTok, TikTok is le- they they did it's like from it's a Chinese. It is company. super legit, like kind of sketchy. Well, the thing if is, if you look is into it, it's China. A weird. There's no personal like businesses are owned by the government, and they are. Like, it's a Chinese-based company, so the government owns it, and it's literally on the apps of, yeah. like, it really a is thousand of, like, college students and everybody, and 
even politicians use it. It's right. kind of. He is right, dude. Yeah, it and, sounds goofy because it's TikTok. Yeah, people and are, TikTok's like a goofy thing. Renegade, but renegade. the but the reality is, it is kind of sketchy. It is, dude, and you don't. Holy fuck! And TikTok, I mean, not TikTok, China. This is kind of going thing. into something else. We honestly, it kind of is. But uh, what's it called? China just like came out with this facial recognition thing. That's literally called Skynet because the guy who came up with it is a big Terminator fan. And uh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it is. But basically, because uh, facial recognition has become like so accurate now, China has it so well to the point, and they have cameras all over the place, and their population's huge, and their cities are huge, so it's really easy to really like get a read on where everybody is because of the amount of surveillance cameras they have, and they can actually track and like know where someone was yeah, two they, weeks before a yeah, moment they can do so like they, they can pull yeah. out records and they're like okay we we know like every step he's made for the last two weeks so like if someone's suspected in a crime they pull out like what has he done for this month yeah. and they can literally track like back forth where he's been what he's well, done yeah. just through cameras and it'll like pick up and it's really crazy and yeah it's that's, just yeah that's invasive it's yeah. invasive. Uh, what's the crime rate in China? That'd not not dude. This is the thing. Crap. The strength of China, the strength of China, is the fact that they are, you know, a communist government. They do have restricted freedoms, and that is their 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 strength is that they're able to. I don't have Wi-Fi. Oh shit! Oh, they're able to, you know, go about things in that way, and that's almost the weakness with the US because of all the freedoms we have, but at the same time, because of our freedoms and because of their lack of freedoms, China will never be able to innovate at the same level that the United States will be able to innovate when it really comes down to it. So at the end of the day, it's like China will not have the same issues as the United States because the United States has the freedoms we have and we have the diversity we have. That's a big thing. The amount of diversity we have, now there's a cost to that much diversity and freedom and the cost is you have to deal with different social issues, different, it's just harder to control people, harder to govern people. But because of that, you see all of the innovation that comes out of the United States. And when it comes down to it, that's why the the United States will be able to triumph over China at the end of the day. Because when it really comes down to it, China doesn't make shit. Do you think there's going to be an alternative? Like, they make shit, but they don't create shit. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. I actually have a... So, like, my dad and, like, a bunch of his friends, they're all, like, engineers. And you, of course, need to get, like, security clearance because you're working with the U.S. military. And I was talking to them when they were, like, over one night at, like, a like barbecue or something. And I remember them saying, because we came on to a point because me and my family went over to China. So we started talking about it. And we were talking about, like, how advanced they are because their cities are so beautiful Mm. and like everything and they were talking about like just basically countries stealing information from one another and i didn't realize how not rare this is and they were just saying how like oh yeah like we're our servers are constantly being hacked by china and we're they were saying like how the thing is with the u.s is because you have like kind of the freedom to start your own businesses you have all these ideas and with us it's like the business side of stuff it's so competitive that everyone need is trying to like 
come out with a new thing to like become like to basically have the better business, the more thriving business. So everyone's constantly advancing on stuff where China, it's like the government owns the business. Yeah. So there's no like, there's no, no creativity. As an individual, yeah. There's, there's no, no real like, creativity real or you don't see a lot of creativity or innovation come from China. Cause, and not because the people can't innovate and they're not creative because they're not given the freedom to do that. Yeah. They're just not. So that's the benefit is, that's the benefit of having a free, of being, I mean, I guess free. As free as you could be in the United States. We're pretty. We're pretty free. free. In comparison free. to everyone we're else. Free. We're the We're the free. Freest. In comparison to everyone else, we're the freest. Are we though? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, in a large scale. So how, where, At a how large are we not scale. free then? If we're the freest compared to everyone else, like. I mean, if you want to start a pet store, you could do that. Yeah. Like right now, you could just be like, oh. Like as no. much as Ed starting yeah. this podcast, like I'm sure in China, if you want to start this podcast, you gotta go through some shit. Yeah, they're probably gonna have to be like, oh, well, we're just gonna have this and like agent shit, inside like, your we're house. We're saying everything on this podcast. Yeah, we can talk. We're literally about talking about foreign affairs. We can talk about. We can talk. About oh, I know, we dude. Want to talk. Yeah, it's all, That's dude. One. Yeah, I was just saying that was like just a thought. I wasn't saying I don't think what? America is free. Did you start this or something? <laughs> no. Wait, so what were, what were you saying? No, I was saying, like, maybe are we aren't free, but that was just saying that from, like, a conspiracy. Do you maybe. feel as if we're not? I'm just curious. No, I, I feel... I feel like the only thing is, is also when people say, Tell like... I want to lick. It's free. <laughs> true, you can't get much freer than that. When people say, like, are we free? It is good to bring that question about, because that's only going to, like, yeah. prolong the freedom movement. And countries follow us. You have like to, in you have civil to rights. So 100%. like the way like with the Black Lives Matter thing, it's like with this only comes like advancement in civil rights in other countries. Like they see exactly. us yeah. and they're like, oh, like, like that's okay. why there's been issues in Hong Kong for so long is yeah. because they've seen what we have. Yeah. Dude, and like actual change is happening because of things like that, and like it does spread. It does contagiously. I feel like. And if it's out of a good place in heart, like, it naturally is going to pick up momentum. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're, if, if the movement's in perspective of the general public, it's going to, majority wins. You know, like, there's no, like... Wait, what movement are you talking about right now? All movements, I'm all saying. Movements. Like, in general, okay. like, if you have the general public in mind, majority's going to be able to make the change yeah. because that's the majority. And that's just the way, like... Hmm the natural law of relationships or when stuff work. Like, that's just how it is. I think it's important for all social movements to make sure and understand who is behind all of these movements in reality at all times. I don't really like when there is a person behind it, though. No, exactly. Oh, that's You have to make sure of that. Oh, you're saying make sure there isn't like a... Because what happens is movements get started yeah. and they're really great and all the messaging is great. And then slowly turns start being made. And now it's about this. And now we're talking about this. And now it's about that. It's just And you have to look at who's behind it. Yeah. Sometimes. You just have to make sure. You can't just... Things morph and certain people try and get in on... Well, let's look at that. How, how did like this whole... Like, Black Lives Matter has clearly taken the country, like, everyone knows what's going on right now. It's well, a, it's, it's kind of dying out. It's, it's nationwide. Up and it's sad. Okay, no, yeah. no, no. To, but exactly, continue with your point. Exactly. But, what, later. but to start it, like, what was their initial 
goal? Like, why, why did this all happen? And then what had, has it become now? Like, where we sit today? Now that we have the power of hindsight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, the initial goal was to just have cops stop killing black people. Exactly. And that was that was something yeah. everyone so you're saying can now agree it's with. Become like, I think there's if a that difference. Was, if, you, if it was just that, was that the first goal, like that's a, that was the first thing. Yeah, I'm saying you needed to start. Like that's the. I agree. The bare minimum. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then you should grow off that, right? So you're saying. But then other people have like, like this branched is, yeah. into it. You know now what I think it is? Become, now this is the difference. Too broad. Now it's become, it's it's like, the police thing is one thing. Then there's the statues, another thing, and they're all things that need to be addressed. But like, you need to tackle one completely before you move on to the next. Like the like. Well, the problem is, and this is what I think you're seeing, is there's a there's a separation between Black Lives Matter the movement and Black Lives Matter the institution, because Black Lives Matter. There is Black Lives Matter the movement, which are the people. And oh, by do the way, not get mistaken. This is, this is there's white black guys talking about. Yeah, hundred percent. So no, I was actually 100%. just about to say. We have no real. No, 100%. You know, There's Black Lives Matter the movement. Just got to point that out. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. This is just our perspective. Yes. There's Black Lives Matter the movement. For no good, for no bad. It's just what we think. There's Black Lives Matter the movement. And then there's Black Lives Matter the institution. And Black Lives Matter the institution does benefit financially from certain things. And you have to make sure, and that's where you see some weird shit starting to happen. And you realize that you start seeing, I think there's a tendency to purposefully not tackle things like you're saying. But and d- keep yeah. keep the ball, instead of, because, to be honest, and, and this is just my opinion, I could be totally wrong. But I think the right want to pretend like racism isn't real. A large majority of them. And obviously, that's fucking ridiculous. I think the left want to make sure that it doesn't get fixed. Really? Yeah. Well, because I think the left, and I'm not talking about the people, I'm talking about the people who need votes. I think the left want the black vote. I think they want the black vote. I get what you're saying. And I think they would like for the I think they love the I think they love the protesting, I think they love the rioting, I think they love the noise. I don't think they are that interested in the actual change. I think they just want the loud part. Because it doesn't that. benefit them. It doesn't benefit them if anything actually gets fixed. Because mm-hmm. then they then, can't the, then they can't anymore. then they yeah, now they can't play hero any, anymore. Now they can't tell them, Oh well this and that and now they can't get that vote. They don't care about you. Like that's basically my point is neither side. Okay. Nobody ca- and this and isn't even and not even about black people. Yeah. Just individually, nobody cares about you. Like when it comes to like the, the right or the left, neither party cares about you. They just want your vote. Mm-hmm. That's all they care about. They care that's about a, demographics. That's a really good point. They care about demographics. So I think Black Lives Matter is a extremely important movement and I think police reform is needed and I think it's a huge conversation that we've needed to have for years and I think in my opinion I think the biggest thing we can do for police reform I think one I don't think we need to call on police for as many things as we call police on for 
I could totally I agree, agree with that. that. We need to make separate services. Yeah. Like, like the Rotary Club, they could we could have more things done by them and have them attend more situations yeah. that. I think they need they need to bring back social services, which kind of ties yeah. into what yeah, you're talking exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. Like you like you shouldn't be calling a cop for like a Karen or like a stupid exactly. altercation. You need exactly. to be calling a cop when the situation's escalated to the point where like we need to enforce the law. And see, this is the thing. But then the definition of what a cop is changes. Because half of the cops are ninety. Actually, I would say seventy percent of the cops are fat fucks who can't do anything. Uh, yeah. It's the reality of the situation. They are guys who handle our, all those altercation Maybe 70% bullshits. Maybe seventy percent are fat fucks, but they're not qualified. No, yeah. dude. Seven, no, seventy percent are not trust qualified me, people. I'm go. I'm I'm going into criminal justice. You once you pass the academy and you pass a physical test, dude, you're good. <laughs> you're good. That's the reality, yeah. and it's sad. And the reality is, you don't even need a bachelor's. I think, and Jocko Willink said this on Rogan, and I think he's right, I think 20% of a police officer's job should be training. That makes sense. Right now, 0% of yeah, a police officer's job is training. This is what a police officer's road is, pretty much. You go through the academy, you pass the physical test, you pass all the tests, and once you're in, you're on the job. And you're doing the job. Yeah. There's yeah. no training. You don't keep up with it. I think you should have 20% of your job should be training. And then I think you should have to pass yearly physical and mental tests. Mm-hmm. Now, in saying all of this, because you hear people, everyone's all happy about this. But you can't also say this and then say... Defund the police. Yeah. Because then the problem is you're telling all these cops that now you need to do all this new shit. And it's like, we- okay, well, now they need to get paid more. Because right. in to order be, to get to good people... Like level job exactly like it, needs to be a, it needs to be something someone wants to strive for not you defund like, the police you get more bums right, you get right more now, random bums who are like oh, i guess i'll be a police officer yeah and right then now, they're fucking are doing yeah, dumb it's shit like a, it's like a last option like oh i'll just collect a pension you know it's, i'll just i'll just stay in a construction sites and get that overtime it's and yeah it's crazy like how a job that important and delicate in our society is just up there for a last resort if you don't really find what yeah. you need in life and but at, like we can't group people and uh, we can't make stereotypes and that's what like this podcast has been teaching me specifically is there are different people in every group and Trevor you've always told me this like it's hard to put Nate like groups on people because there's always good and bad in those groups you know so teams are, naturally become corrupted yeah if once you once you put a label on something and something become once it starts to become teams, shit will always become corrupted. Like, look at religion, dude. Like religions, if you look at the basis of what it is, they're not bad. It's just that once you get a group of people and you get, because humans naturally will corrupt things. If so you get them, there's a natural hierarchy. You always want. There yes. are, there's a natural drive to get naturally. Has ambition to. If a group yeah, stays pop, around yeah. long enough, it'll be corrupted. It just will. It's natural to humans. Yeah. Back to the wait to the police thing where you're like, yeah, sure. like not, speak up a little bit. I'm sorry. My bad. Not to like defund them. I think when they mean like defund them is they want to take that funding and put it back into like social services that they close and down. They want to put them into education and, and more healthcare uh, communities where it's like. See now who? See this is where it gets that's a little where it's murky. The Democrats. I this see is where it gets saying. murky. Yeah, because is the they because they'll say that they'll say that they'll say. Defund, abol- which by the way, they haven't just said defund, they've said abolish also. 
which is crazy. Yeah, I don't think it's, anyone thinks what that so. means is different from. That's why we're getting confused. We're getting lost. Well, Seattle literally did abolish no. the police. They yeah. actually did. I and it well, didn't was, go that was, up. That wasn't even Black Lives Matter. That was Antifa, bro. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying it actually did happen. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, but like that's why yeah. it's getting some like it's getting blown out in certain. It's no, just yeah, misunderstandings because they're getting lost in the word instead of the intent. You know, and that's why I think that the lack of a, a single leader, like look at the the civil rights movement led by Martin Luther King. The reason it was so successful, I think, looking back at it, like having done more research recently, is because they had a leader to tell them what direction to go in. You know what I'm saying? Like, they look to Martin Luther King for what to do next. Whereas right now, everyone is their own leader. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like I feel like that move... You, yeah. you want to take on this certain... Like, you want to go in this certain direction of this movement, you're free to go in that direction of it. You want to go take a different route, attack a different topic, you're free to go that way. I There's think not that's everyone on focusing on one specific task the way that they would if there was a single leader to tell them to do yeah, so. Yeah, but I think that's on purpose because this... I mean, at least from my perspective, and maybe this is flawed because certain family members and whatever have gotten super deep into it, and there's like a weird nauseous thing that I do get from it when it starts to become almost like a hobby, which I think it has become to a lot of what has younger white teens. I think oh, it's become it's a hobby. It's become a trend to hobby. It's become a hobby, and that's when it gets gross. What the and that's, why, movement, and that's yeah. why the movement doesn't do a lot, because... Most of it's not about change. Most of it's people's bored. People are bored. Most of it's people are bored. And it's sad because the movement's actually important. But that's why you don't hear a lot. You don't hear from, from black people about this movement that often. Do you think... It seems like, to me, the face of the movement has slowly become white teenage girls yelling. Is that solely based on social Troll media, soul. though? Yes. Yeah, so that's yeah, solely yeah, that's based on social media. It's my perspective. I mean, because I see where you're coming from, but yeah. the way I see your point is only through social media. Whereas, like the people that I know, like from school, that that I've go gone out and like uh, try to get signatures and stuff, that they're usually well. That's different from what black. I'm talking about. See, that, oh, no. if you're going out getting signatures, well, no, I, that's a yeah. yeah, that's a completely different thing, and that's back to what you were saying about needing a leader because there's no real leader to what this is. I'm talking about the protests. Oh, I'm yeah. talking about this like almost weird like that. It gets gross to me once it starts to almost have like a weird like hangout party atmosphere almost. Like it's not a party, but like they're all saying. going to like these yeah, big groups and they're like designing signs all night. And, like, it becomes a whole fucking thing to them. It's like, dude, you don't give a fuck about this movement. It's like you're just bored because you're out of quarantine. And the second that there's some new shit that... The second, that they, the second you're told to care about something else, the second that they're like, no, wait, now you're mad about climate change. They're going to fucking start parading about climate change for the next few months and they'll forget about this that, without even you, policy I being changed. I, you're, I get what you're saying, but there is a... I think majority of people are in the right mindset. Oh, dude, always. It's always the majority of people that are in the like right a, mindset. But I'm saying yeah. like a heavy majority. 100%. I agree. Like it's hard not to be. You have to be kind of naive not to be. Right? I, think, I think everyone at their core needs like knows that black lives need a hand right now. And like they're going yeah. out of that intent. You know, like obviously there's some girls and some guys and people posting on social media. Oh, yeah, guys too, yeah. Like where... They just post on social media, you gotta keep your voice compliant, like, compliance is violence, and then 
they don't do much. And then, and I get that, but I do think there's a lot of people who are silent on social media and then they're actually walking in those. Yeah, silent, silence is not violence. Dude, all that social media shit is gross. To, I don't know. It just, it's just I, gross I get what you're me, saying because it becomes a trend. It does. I think that's why there's a problem with the fact that in this day and age you have so much power just like at the push of a couple buttons. Whereas before if you wanted to have a voice in a movement, you had to like put in the work, put in the time, go actually do things that that provoke the public to like see what's going on. Whereas now it's just like you just click repost. Exactly. Like what happens with So where's the, the real commitment? Where's where you the like just post a, a screenshot of your black screen? And right. the next thing you know, you're a part of the movement technically. It's pretty easy to commit to that, but have you ever committed to something that was super easy? Like and had and put a lot of time and effort into something that was like super easy i feel like the majority of things that you put all your time into are things that take yeah like some work they take a little no, part take the most out of you yeah. and exactly and this almost goes back like what do you think happens to the civil rights movement if social media is established so does it even happen if if what do you think happens part of me thinks a lot of it ends up because then you get like I, I think part of it becomes then half of the people that don't really care then it becomes trendy and then you I think a lot of this shit we like there's a lot of distracting going on by the way in Hollywood too I think is a big thing where they almost try and throw these like almost like is there any they just try and distract they try and distract people with like things involving race where it's like oh now we need to talk about white voice actors voicing yeah. black cartoons like let's not talk about police reform let's not talk about There's you know weird, all of these real issues like no let's yeah. talk about white voice actors voicing the cleveland show which by the way who gives a fuck dude nobody watches the fucking and cleveland show anyway do you dude know, who the do fuck you, watches the cleveland I, I show dude used to, but do you even <laughs> <laughs> the shittiest spinoff ever bro <laughs> sean's like uh actually i did asshole but uh I get what you're saying. Um, it detracts from them. And I, I had something to add. Oh, what's it called? Do you know one animated voice actor? Like, do you really even know one? Like, exactly, dude. I don't even know Spongebob. Plus, they're actors. Isn't that the point? Like, Bill Burr had yeah. a joke in his special when he was talking about, like, Brian Cranston got in trouble for playing, like, a wheelchair guy. Like, people were mad at him about playing a wheelchair guy. It's like, if you got a wheelchair guy, that's not acting. <laughs> I, I saw that. That's, that's a good bit. He's like, that's just a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> that's that He's good. like, it's acting. It's kind of the whole point. That's like being like, it's literally like being like, oh, why didn't you get a real murderer to play that murderer? It's like, because we're acting. Well, this mean, isn't uh, real, you, dude. You got a real pedophile to play a pedophile. That's true. <laughs> that's why they're balling out, dude, and that's why they're really up, but they're really woke. <laughs> That's why they really, they really he was woke, number dude. one on the charts for what's, a reason. What's dude. gonna happen to that? By the way, now? did you actually did you what, see Dalia's responses? Yes, yes. No, I did. He's like what now? His receipts, stuff, everything, bro. Yeah. To be honest, this is what I my my final feelings on Chris, the Cole Chris Dalia situation. Oh, can I talk to the mic real quick? If you don't know Chris Dalia, oh, yeah, he's a comedian, yeah. and uh, he a lot of. Underage girls came out saying he's come at like he's come for them and he was grooming them and over text yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of like it was a lot of messages that came out at once and it was overwhelming and he Ironically is playing a pedophile in the show you a comedian pedophile 
So it's like he's done it right multiple now. shit too. Yeah, he did it in Workaholics. He played like a goofy, that? funny. That was so it was funny, really dude. funny too. That was but, really funny. But no, Dalia, Dalia came out, and in my final, after reading like all the rebuttals and shit, which by the way, that's another important thing, is like, in society, I feel like it's more like innocent until it's like in it, it's you're guilty until proven innocent now yeah. you know what i mean and like we need and like believe accusers but like put the same amount of focus like you realize that on headlines like the big headlines always like this guy got accused of this that that but the acquittal of it is like you don't even hear about it yeah mm. yeah and that's fucked up that's like a, there should be the same amount of focus same amount i'm not saying like don't listen to the accusers but like you should have the same response to the accusers that you have with the rebuttal and then make your decisions from what i saw was it did look like he was obviously sending inappropriate stuff but as soon as they like he found out their age he did like stop texting to them. he did stop texting him i think but they my, texted yeah. him first too because he, and he, they went to his show and it's 18 they were all yeah. situational like there were so many situations but when it came down to it, it seems like he didn't do any... Once he found out their real age, he stopped talking to them. And then they, the, a lot of them came out that... Uh, like, the, a lot of them that were first coming out where it seemed like he was coming for them. He had his side where they were hitting him up first and stuff. And But the thing that is creepy is once they did turn 18, he started hitting them back yeah, up. Listen, so it's yeah. legal. And, yeah, that's, but it's, it's, it's weird. Still this is what I think. I think Chris D'Elia... He definitely likes younger women. 100%, yeah. And he is, you know, 36 or whatever the fuck. He's like 40. He's Which, cool by guy. the way... He's way older than 36. Yeah, I think oh. he's like 42. Oh, he's all pretty right. old, though. I mean, also... Just had a kid, keep in mind. Yeah. So, he's definitely into younger girls. Now, I don't think he's a pedophile. And I think... I don't think he did anything illegal. So, I mean, it's I definitely like, I creepy. Like, I feel like more has to come out before we can talk about the legality of it. I feel, yeah, like, there's still, I feel like there's so many iffy situations still, and the fact that he was playing on that, like he was on that thin tightrope, like there, there still could be some shit that comes out that proves he was doing not good things. Also, the way the first accuser came out is kind of, it was kind of weird because... She literally saw the episode of You where he plays a pedophile, and she, like, tweets out, like, isn't this ironic? Like, yeah. uh, Chris D'Elia did this with screenshots. So it was more like she did it in a way to, like, really just gain clout. I get like, what you're not, saying. Not, like, in a way that's, like, like... Hey, look at what this man did to me. Yeah. This is fucked up. She's just like, oh, look at how ironic it is. You yeah. know, like, she was making and the it. second, And the second that he was, like, in the, in, the, in the text message, the second that she was, like, I'm 17 or whatever the fuck, or 16 or whatever the fuck. He was like, oh, shit, you have to be 18 at my show. I'm out. And he fucking didn't talk to her. And then she texted him at 21. Yeah. And she said, I'm 21 and down to fuck. The exact text message. And so... And I actually Let's don't... party. I don't even think he answered that. Though. I think he actually ghosted her. <laughs> Did he? I think he ghosted her on that, too. So she texted him back again. The, what I'm curious... And he didn't even text back then. So it's like, I don't... So as there's a lot of smoke, and as it all clears... What I'm really curious is like, where 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 do you think his friends will stand? Like, how do you think he, his career is gonna? Well, honestly, I think all like celebrities 
are just kind of, I mean, they're all looking out for their own careers. They've risked it all for their careers. So I think openly, like, to the public, they're just going to not basically make it look like they're no longer friends. But yeah. secretly, Back in they're going to, yeah, behind the stage, they're going to be friends with him. Because he had, like, some really Oh, no, he's, I think they're already, friends. I think they're friends with him still. But, like. I think Brian Callen. I think that they will. That's what I'm curious to. I think Byron Callen and Braden Shabe will have. I think they'll have Crystalie on their podcast first in a year. Really? In a year. Because I don't think anything legal will happen. Definitely. I think Chris comes out with an apology. I don't even think he'll apologize. He already did apologize. Nah, he's gonna have to he already did apologize. Like, I understand his, like, fuck you attitude. National press well, no, he did apologize. He said there was nothing illegal, but he did get, like, caught up in a lifestyle. And he understands that, like, he did a lot of dumb shit, and he's been reflecting on it, and he needs to be better. And, like, he, he did what... He did say, like, the stuff you're supposed it, to say. It, it did seem genuine. Yeah. It yes, it did. It didn't seem like he was just kind of... Like, obviously... It seemed like the reality of the situation. Career, but it did seem like he, he did fuck up and he did realize it but at the same time like it was just kind of like he got caught you know what's fucked up so i don't know how genuine it can be dalia's shit is way more fucked up and creepy than fucking louis ck shit i knew you were gonna say louis ck got fucked so that's where i'm coming out like he's not the reason why no but the only reason why louis shit went the way louis shit went it's a fetish no, nah, it was because of the Harvey Weinstein stuff. It was yeah, because it was the in the. It was it, uh, no, but it was right yeah, in the heat yeah. of it. It was right after Harvey Weinstein and all this stuff was coming out, and they were really going after people, trying to find people. The media wanted. And they more wanted. They wanted people. a representation, a male representation in comedy, and they found it. And honestly, and he fit they, the role no, perfectly. The, the problem was because actually he he was they were accusing him of stuff, and I don't think Louis thought what he did was like necessarily horrible so i don't yeah i don't think he thought what he what he necessarily did was horrible so he apologized he admitted to it that's what he thought like he was going to be part of the movement he was trying to be like a good guy i think and be like yo this is weird what I don't know. Who just know. likes looking at the computer, bro? Like, remember when the first podcast <laughs> oh. he was like, I put on the headphones? I'm, I've been looking at like, the computer. Dude, I know. I, I wish I was on the other side we, of the table. Like, <laughs> <out of these. laughs> I'm a nerd, dude. I literally have a nerd. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry to lose your train of thought. It's not good. But no, yeah, Louis fucking... Um, no, I think he thought he was going to be part of like the movement. Yeah, we're like, not talking about he was Louis, trying to... by the way. What? Just so everyone knows when you say Louis. Louis C.K. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. about me. Louis C.K. I agree, Stanley. I mean, you I have your you have your own allegations. But we'll talk about that. Later. We'll talk about that later. Wait your turn, man. Wait your turn, dude. But um, no, dude, and fucking, I think he was trying to be part of like the movement, trying to be like, you know, listen, these accusations are true. He's like, you know, it was years ago. He's like, and I fucking, you know, and I I thought because I always asked for consent that it was okay, but now in the light of this movement, I understand. The position I was putting them in, like he, like I think he yeah. was trying to like be reflective and be like, you know, now I understand what you're talking about, and before I didn't understand that, like just because I got consent, it was okay, and they just like toasted him. Yeah, he got. 
And I, but I think he thought it was going to be like a positive thing. Like, I think he thought he was like trying to be one with the movement and they just toasted him. I mean, he said noble stuff, like. Because he literally, if you look at what he's accused of, to be honest, I think it's nobody's, I kind of feel bad for him. I think it's really nobody's fucking business what his fucking sexual fetishes are. Yeah. Because they're not like, people think he's like jerking off like in public and shit. It's really not. If you read the actual article of what he's accused of. He's accused of asking women to, if he could jerk off, whatever, if he could jerk off in front of them, mm-hmm. and them saying yes, and then him doing it, before he was famous. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is before? I thought yes, this dude, was he was a, no, he was a well-respected comedian, but he wasn't like a big-time comedian. Uh, it was when he was younger. It was at a comedy festival. So, and then he got accused another time, a woman accused him of masturbating over the phone which Jesus. you can't even yeah that's yeah but that's funny. such a weird hollow yeah. accusation it doesn't even make sense no i know but so it's i don't know so i want to move away from louis ak like we've talked about him a bunch and shit yeah i know the like what's what's been in the news in the media lately and people are really waking up to is the jeffrey epstein cases Ooh, dude gislaine maxwell yeah dude let's talk about it dude. holy talk- crap that shit gets me pumped let's talk up. about it bro yeah, dude, child pedophilia ring. <laughs> the good pumps me up. Jesus. Yeah, innocent fucking. Not. Um, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, terrible stuff. Terrible. <laughs> Fuck. People, the the Epstein document came. The documentary came out. Joe Rogan. We all listened to him. He's been talking about this shit for years, for years, bro. Like, it's really interesting to see the fame and power that like brings out pedophilia and this I, yeah it's it's so odd that it's becoming normal you know what i think situation. it is you know what i actually think it is and first of all did you watch that epstein documentary no I you have it's the no you dude have it's to, such maybe. a shill bullshit documentary i don't even want to put those it's the most shillish bullshit documentary dude how how obvious it is that like the way that they're framing it like the whole documentary they're basically like He's like, they're framing him as like this big mastermind. Oh, yeah. And it's like, like no one else was involved. Like, dude, he's a fucking peg. Dude. And they're, and like, they're acting like all these other rich guys just being like, yeah, like we all had no idea. Yeah. And it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here, dude. He was one player. Honestly, he's probably not even that big of a player, to be honest. I think he's a fall guy. I think he's a part of it, but I don't think. I don't think he's a fall guy, but I think he was in charge of getting the girls because when you look at this what i like about yeah, the documentary yeah his wife was in charge of getting the girls no nah, he was i think so he was in charge of he created um, these ring like these yeah. kind of networks where he would get these teenage girls and basically he would never like force them into it and like but obviously he would scare them he'd basically invite them to his house their sex work pay them and say like tell them to give him a massage and most and of them then, are sex workers the yeah, ones that he bring the island that were sex workers. The girls? Yeah. Uh, I don't know age. about that. Nah, he, they weren't sex workers. How would they be Dude, sex no. Workers? So he would basically bring them. He said, give me a massage. I'll pay you. And then he turn over and like then basically yeah, yeah, yeah. try to have sex mm-hmm. with them. And the ones that said like, whoa, no. He'd be like, oh, okay. But if tell you. Your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. And if you get every friend you bring, I'll pay them $400 and you $400. So then these people 
would bring friends and the ones of course there's going to be a large percentage of them that aren't strong enough to be inside this room alone with a man when they're 14 or yeah, like 15. This is so scary, bro. Like, but, so scary. Well, that would be so But then funny. you would just keep having the ones that didn't exactly. get more girls. And then, so then they would be all right with it. And like, then you start to see all these girls have like, they have family problems. They're yeah. poor. So they Five really subject. are depending so on sad. this money now. And so then he brings them yeah. to these well, vacations. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, that's what I meant by it. Yeah, I know, I but when you it. just say like, I mean that. Sex no, I'm not like saying prostitutes, but they're. Well, prostitution is having sex for money. Yeah, but they ended up getting like that's, scared. So that's what it. I was yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. No, I understand that they were right. innocent. I'm not saying that they were like compliant in any way. Oh, I. Get that's what not saying. what I meant. I got your intent. I no, know what you mean. Not at all. Things. Definitely not compliant. But the only, but... <laughs> the thing is, is how they were able to pen. The people that they did pin to Jeffrey Epstein was only, uh, he was the UK guy. The guy in the U, he was one of the Prince, Prince of, uh, Andrew. Prince, Prince Andrew. Andrew. And the they were only world, able to get him because one of the women that were underage that slept with him literally kept the photo of them. And in the photo, it's a pretty famous photo, you've probably seen it, but it's basically Prince Andrew with like his hand around her. Bro, like lower dude, and it's just like very creepy and then that just backs up her allegations. I honestly think and a lot of this might just be my conspiracy mind flowing but things I think full I think Epstein's right I think Epstein's job for the most part was basically just to compromise major political figures I think because people talk about like I've been thinking about the way I think about it I don't think that because everyone's like, how is it that all these like powerful people are all fucking pedophiles? Like, it's so weird. And it's like, I don't think that they're necessarily pedophiles and rapists. I don't think people who make it to these powerful positions or are allowed to make it to these powerful positions, I don't think they're allowed to make it to these positions without being compromisable. I, do, I actually believe that. Actually, I think the only reason why Trump was allowed to kind of try and run and try and break up the system and do all that shit was because I do think Trump is compromisable in a lot of ways. I agree. I, I think that's yeah. the only I, reason why any, they allowed him. Any, to do I agree it. with look Trump, at any but not person politics as in a the whole. position of power. This is why well, dude, government look at all the guys This is why our government in. is messed up. Why is Biden dude? not in? I mean, no, no, not Biden. Um, Bur- I think that's why Bernie didn't I get in. Compliant. 100%. No, no, I'm dude, not talking about, I'm not talking about compliant. I'm talking about you them. Think he is Lou? No, Bro, I hate Bernie. The Jesse Ventura guy. Like, no, I don't like Bernie. It. Wait, I want to hear what Lou has to think, say about I, this. Yeah, okay, I, I, let me just. I don't want to act like I like Bernie though. I don't like Bernie. My point was that I don't think that they have Bernie sleeping with a 16-year-old. No, yeah, they definitely don't. I have don't that. think they can kill him in a second. I think they can kill Biden in a second. I think they can kill Trump in a second. I think that they can kit I think they probably I mean dude it's dude the Clintons run it bro I mean no, I'm just kidding, no they're definitely big they, they 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 I think they're deep into it yeah dude any political figure ever is always just rude it's this is yeah. why like our government is so messed up in the right like the the Republican the Democrat the fact that there's two parties that compete against each other well that's like, most that's why it's all everything countries. is corrupt like it's all it's messed two, up it's yeah, just it's just different groups of corporations I against mean, each other that's all it is it's still an experiment it's just corporations on the right and corporations on the left where all the money is. fighting against each other and that's why neither none of these politicians actually really give a fuck 
They're basically just working for corporations. The only reason why everyone was all confused about Trump, everyone's like, wait, but Trump's all anti The only reason why he's allowed to play the games that Trump's able to play is because Trump's at those same parties. Trump's at all those same parties with all the billionaires who actually run shit. And that's the only reason why he's been allowed to do some of the shit that he's done because he does hook up his buddies. And he knows who he has to hook up. Because don't get this wrong, dude. Trump, I, I watch documentaries on Trump. Trump's a fucking gangster. Like, it's not like... Trump... You're not saying that in like a... No, I mean, in know, a, criminally, he's a gangster. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's, like he's involved Pop with... New album? He's, huh? yeah. He's like a criminal. Smoke. Don't change that. <laughs> you can't go from Epstein to Pop Smoke. Yeah. Like Trump, it is. No, he does that, but he's always like, you guys see this thing? <laughs> Trump was heavily involved. Dude, you can't do, you couldn't do shit in New York without getting compliance from the mob. Oh, 100%. The amount of shit that Trump was able to pull off in New York as a businessman, you can't do that. Especially dude, he, in real estate, Dude, you know too? what he used to do? I There's a documentary. He had a right-hand man, Ray Cohn. Ray Cohn. Ray Cohn. Yeah. Ray Cohn, who was like this known, like, pretty much like mob hitman. Like murderer. Like, that's basically what he was known as. And he's in jail now for life. But, like, known murderer. Like, that's his job was just to kill people that needed to be killed. And whenever Trump couldn't get a deal done... He wouldn't, like, have them threaten, but he would just, like, go to be, meet those guys at, like, a party, and he would just have Ray come with him and just be like, hey, how you guys doing? And he's like, this is my friend Ray. And, like, they just shake hands, and he would just be like, hey, how you doing? And then the deals would get done. Because that's how shit worked in New York back then. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't run sh- Everything ran through the mob. Trump is a... Trump understands... Trump understands who he has to pay to get shit done. He does understand that. Or not get shit done. Like, I don't want to make it seem positive. But, like, do what he wants to do. He needs to make sure that people are taken care of. And those people that are taken care of are the billionaires who actually run shit. And that's the only reason why he's able to do the shit that he's able to do. So how do you feel about Biden? Because you're saying he's a part of this and people have dirt on him. Where, where's that dirt coming from? I think Biden's a lifelong politician who has just always been in the game. He has... Uh, bunch of sexual assault claims on him i'm almost 100 i dude there's a bunch of videos of him groping women yeah i'm yeah. pretty confident that they probably have some shit on biden that if they decided to drop it would probably kill his entire president president who's they? corporations groups of billionaires people we don't even know probably just organizations i think people we probably do know campaigns. i mean just, you know, massive billionaires who own corporations and lobby. I think lobbying's really the biggest issue in our country. But the problem is, like, the problem is, like, you try and pinpoint that issue. And that's what's going to end up happening with all this Epstein shit is I think there's a lot of good people that are actually trying to get names out of that Gislaine Maxwell chick. But I think if you keep going up that ladder, you find out it's real fucking it goes real high and it shit gets shut down because yeah. there's a lot of co- I know I'm sure there's a bunch of because there's great people in the middle you know what I mean like I, like there's a bunch of FBI guys that are, and a bunch of people like that are like trying to figure shit out and trying to get names on this and trying to investigate but if it keeps going up that ladder and if she actually starts spitting out real names that shit's gonna get shut down 
Yeah, go see that. I think it's too high up. Like, what happens when the king... Like, what happens when the guy at the top of the throne... You know what I mean? Who is that guy that, like, is... No, it's not a guy. It's a bunch of people. It's, no, it's, it's corp... It's, like, guys I think, that own... And, uh, by the way, but I'm a fucking so idiot. I could be wrong. I think <laughs> this country's basically an oligarchy. I think we're pretty much run by small groups of billionaires. So, my question would then be, like, so they say that Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. Yeah, Probably right? not. Two hundred billion dollars, I think he has somewhere around there. I think it's Putin. People in the Middle East that we don't even know. Days. So there's, there's, there's yeah. people in the Middle East we don't even know are the richest people. They on the are planet. crazy. There, there's people who are like trillionaires in the Middle East. It's fucking retarded. They just have like they have an, a ridiculous, almost infinite amount of money. Kazillionaires, dude. Here, here's my like final thought on Epstein. I think. His upbringing, he was into finance and everything. So I think he ended up getting into, like, kind of directing people's money, important people's money, and realizing, like, seeing what these elitists were doing with their money. And basically people would pay him to hide it, to put it in the Cayman Islands. And he would see where all this money was going to. And I'm assuming there's 100%, like, hitmen, prostitutes, like, underage women, trafficking, all this type of stuff. And as like a business guy as he was, he probably saw this as an opportunity to create this type of trafficking opportunity for them that would be like like more low key, like less of a risk to oh, get for caught. Sure. So he definitely saw it. he's like here, like I'm already like entangled with these guys with their money. I already know everything there is to know about these people and now like I can create this Basically, organization. Yeah. He didn't create it though. He inherited. Yeah, he did. From his wife's dad, his right? Wife's yeah, it's fucked up. It's all. It's deep. It goes way beyond yeah, him. It's it goes real fucking yeah. deep, dude. It's, it's a chain. He, he might have capitalized on it, like he might have made it bigger than it was. But the guy who started it, I don't remember his name. I don't think like, he made it bigger than it was. I think just now we have now we're finding more shit exactly. out because now his we have social media and stuff. This shit's been going on for a while. His father-in-law was like the OG OG started all like like the whole sex trafficking ring. From what I from, just I got to assume that they're not. I don't know. I feel like there's not. Part of me thinks when he's comp, if when Epstein is compromising certain politicians, I gotta think he probably paints it like he must paint it like. Listen, we're going to this island. We're just gonna be partying. There's gonna be a bunch of. We got all the. Ch- we have a you bunch. Don't think he's we got acid. We got. No, LSD, he must just be bro. like. I just gotta assume. I gotta assume that the way he must paint it, he must be like, listen, we got we we have the chicks all figured out. This is a place, you know, where there's no real laws. You can just go fucking crazy, and these politicians go there and they just go and fuck, and they probably don't ask what the age is, and now they have pictures of you with whatever age. I gotta assume that all these politicians aren't just like. I'm sure some of them are, but I got to assume that all these politicians aren't knowingly yeah. wanting yeah, to fuck like underage girls. girls. Sign me up. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, they because have they could morals. easily, like, Epstein Hopefully. could e- like, but they, but know, you know how generous. you could paint it easily where you could There's be like, hey, man, we got this fucking island. Yeah. Like, this rich billionaire is like, we're flying out. It's going to be a bunch of shit. Ch- like, the way that he's going to paint it, and it's still fucked up because it's still sex trafficking, but these are all rich assholes. They're not, like... People. But when it comes to pedophiles, because that's, like, the most harsh shit. That's probably the worst thing you can be. 
Yeah, I mean, Would I think that's that? what the public sees as yeah. the most disgusting yeah. things. Like, no, scum off scum. I feel like you could almost like, forgive a murderer oh, before you yeah. forgive a Dude, pedophile. I'd way rather be a murderer than a fucking pedophile, dude. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? 100%. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no one's gonna say... God, the yeah. pedophile card is a really fucking... It's a tough route. To be it's not even like... You're not even like a scary person because like a murderer is like a scary person. They could like hurt you. But if no, you're, like you're a, probably really skinny or really fat. You're like a pedophile is just like a just scum a of the earth. earth. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's true. You're a low life. And they have no, I think a lot of, I mean, what's fucked up, dude, is like, they just have that. What do you mean? Like, they you're just are with. attracted oh, to young nah, kids. I've, I've heard that it's, you're not born with uh, your sexual attractions and like fetishes and such. Uh, I heard that. Oh, well, no, you're inherited. Yeah. I No, I don't think it's inherited either. I think it's. Um, life experiences your first sexual experience oh yeah i told i said that i thought yeah, i heard it somewhere else but maybe maybe we listened I, the same we probably listened to the same podcast did i say that i, I feel like i did say that, that. Maybe. yeah probably it's maybe. the first yeah they well they it's different for everyone but usually like if something wild happens in your first like sexual experience that's something crazy like if you're like if your first sexual experience is being like molested or something then usually something drastic happens with that you know what i mean because there's like a traumatic thing to it. Yeah. Because the first time you have sex is like a real, there's like, it's a big mind, moment. It's a huge mind. moment in like. It's a new perspective of yeah. life. Yeah. And when you mix that with also like heavy trauma, weird shit happens. Yeah. Like that's why most people who are pedophiles were kids <laughs> that got, no, but serious. No, most I, people yeah, who are pedophiles are, are kids that got molested. Like, they actually say that. The majority of pedophiles are kids who got molested by adults. It's sad they oh, just passed down. Like yeah, that. it's really fucked up, but... I mean, hopefully, uh... Not hopefully. It, change will come. And, uh, now's the time for change to happen. Yeah, yeah. And conversations like this need to keep happening. And people need to just... Really just question everything. Because... When you start believing what people are telling you, you're living in a false reality in a sense. Because it's not, it's a, you're, you're living off of perspectives of other people, you know? Yeah. So everybody go out there, do your own research, make your own questions, and just yep. stay just, stay aware of what's going on. But don't invest in it and get trapped in it and hurt your mental health. Mm. Stay stay strong, stay out of it, and just just, just be aware and acknowledge it, but I, I, I'm speaking in the mic here, I really don't want anyone to get, you see people get lost in the news, and then that's where they, a lot of, yeah. when you just Turn keep stimulating your mind with negativity, it's hard, you find it, you can get in a dark place, and it's hard, and it's, um, I mean, this conversation wasn't necessarily in a positive light, it was pretty serious, but you do also have to have those conversations, and acknowledge what's going on, and At the end of the day, like it, just make sure you put yourself first when you're looking into things. Yeah, but uh, just keep living, eating, shitting, and stay woke, well. sleeping. Yeah, deuces. Uh-huh, uh-huh. John Forte, grab the mic, we'll sway it this way. Uh-huh.
than just a rhymer You still a small timer Hoping that the game treat that ass a little kinder Every step tangoed Yo beef don't concern me I'm eating mangoes In Trinidad with attorneys My crew slang flow worldwide like a current With the every spot where nobody got insurance Rubber do the math You ain't half the exotic My man's claim true You forget about it Ho ho just a nuisance Like my influence Well recognized you a lie trying to do it Got juice told your lady Oops we nuts baby Smooth and charismatic Automatic you gon' save me God bless the dead as my son survived We strive to teach you baby And stay alive and fly Nice baby John Ford say Yeah watch your lady Watch your lady